0: Welcome to Stuttercast to on Sunday, the sixth of February, two thousand and twenty-two. It's a grey, rather rather overcast, um, slightly blustery morning with just a little bit of rain in the air, which is surprising because yesterday was a gorgeous day, you know, really warm, and 20, 22 degrees, so you know, seventies. Um, there was a little bit of cloud, but, but it was a gorgeous day. Anyway, today we've gone back to Overcast, which I hope doesn't get any worse, because uh, Christina has set up a paddle tennis group on WhatsApp. And uh, so she's like the, the, the owner of the group. Or the controller of the group and she has set up the first paddle tennis game for the group at 10:30 this morning so which i'm playing it. so i hope it won't get rained off anyway uh, thank you for joining us on this uh, sunday morning and i hope that we can uh, we can give you a, a nice chat and a nice walk as we wander through the the mountains of southern Spain, off we go. Well first off, let me tell you about how intelligent this uh, co-presenter of mine is, Rooney. He um, yesterday we went down to the bar to watch the rugby. A couple of saw a Scotland win. <laughs> Scotland were playing England, so not so from Scotland, so uh, happy. <laughs> Made worse by the fact that I bet him ten. 10 euros that England would win. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the point is that uh, I took Rooney down to the bar with us. Christina came too. Come on Ruth. This way. I took Rooney with with us and um, it was a bit of a long session for Rooney because, you know, two rugby games in a row with a half an hour gap in between the two of them. That was a bit much. So uh, anyway, Christina decided that she was going to go before the, before the end of the game. So she said, Shall I take Rooney back? I said, yeah, that, that would be great. Actually, I think he's getting bored. <laughs> so she took him back, you know, took his lead and off they went. I carried on watching um, <clears throat> and uh, and I was just, you know, the game was, had just finished. I was just about to say goodbye to everybody and go, and uh, in walks Rooney, <laughs> on his own, no Christina. I thought, what? No lead, lead on. <clears throat> excuse, excuse me, no lead on him or anything. Just Rooney, wagging his tail, came straight up to me, wagging his tail, looking right at me. So said, what's what's up, Rooney? <sighs> I felt like, you know, Skippy. What's up, Skippy? Anyway, it was clear that he wanted me to come with him, so uh, I was leaving anyway. So I said, "Well, let's go." What is it? So I go back up to the house, and there's Christina um, sitting in the car. <laughs> I said, "What's you doing?" So I've lost. I can't. I can't find the key. <laughs> They said, what? There's a key in the box. We have a little lockbox beside the uh, door. Said, yeah, but I can't see it because it had gone dark. (laughs) And this is tricky to see. (laughs) So she's struggling. And uh, clever old Rooney brought me home with another key, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I tell you, there's more to this dog than meets the eye. (laughs) Clever, clever little boy. Now, did you hear that uh, pigeon cooing just then? And now, oh yes, that's the chaffinch. Lovely song they've got. There's two of them on either side of me. Must be singing to each other. Are you sure, that is the chaffinch. So, yeah, busy weekend we've had. Goodness me. We, um, on Saturday evening, um, Tudor, strange name, isn't it? Tudor, he's Welsh, and Bev, also from Wales. Well, they threw a party for Tudor's 70th birthday. <laughs> They're characters, those two. <laughs> and uh, he held it at the bar, the Heredian. a good idea, really. And uh, they put a lot of effort into it because they got um, Guillermo, who's the Dutch butcher who does the most fantastic meat, um, but they got Guillermo. Guillermo also um, runs a kind of like a barbecue cooking service. Yeah, this is strange, but from the butchers. You, he's got some tables outside the butchers and if you want, you know, you buy some meat and he'll barbecue it for you. <laughs> so he did that and he also made a beautiful big uh, salad, like a Russian salad, but, but a good one. And uh, uh, God, yeah, the meats were just fantastic. But, um, uh, and they booked a Spanish flamenco guitarist. So, what a party it was. And quite a crowd. You know, all the, all the sort of, uh, the usual suspects from La Heredia were there. <laughs> it was great, wasn't it, Rue? Well, you didn't come. We didn't take Rue because... It really was too crowded. Um, and there were speeches and, you know, presents and uh, lots of drinking and a bit of dancing. <laughs> it was a really a great party. And uh, I met some new people. Roger, from Sweden, and his wife, whose name I've forgotten. Um, Yeah. Uh, And I think I probably drank far too much, judging by the way I felt when I woke up in the morning. (laughs) And then... Okay, Ruth, I'm going to let you go here. You're free. And then we... Thought we would go hiking uh, yesterday. That was our plan, at least. We we're going to do some hiking and then have a bit of, you know, tappers and lunch out uh, up in Ben Hadis in the mountains. Well, uh, we uh, went to walk Rooney. Oh, yes, we walked Rooney first, but we had a different experience. We walked Rooney, both of us, Christina and I. Um, and we, uh, whilst we were walking around, we read a chapter of La Espía, the Paulo Coelho book, in Spanish. Well, I read it to Christina, and, uh, she translated. Well, you know, together we, we translated, but it was really good practice. Uh, I had already been through that chapter, so I <laughs> knew what it said. Um, but it was, uh, it, it was fun. And uh, it's quite difficult, but, uh, We made it through. I'm actually going to take my jacket off because this jacket doesn't breathe very well and uh, it's getting a bit hot. So excuse me a second. We will make a few adjustments. Oh, you hear that little pigeon? That could be a morning dove actually. Okay, jacket off. Um, here we go, yeah, so our Spanish is improving, and uh, it's good fun, I I like learning together with Christina, much more fun, and uh, it's a good book too, I mean, we're we're killing lots of birds with one stone, Um, learning Spanish, being together, walking Rooney, and uh, reading a very good book. Paolo Coelho is a a superb author. I think I'm going to sneeze. (laughs) you ever had that when you you, you feel it coming and then it sort of goes away again? So (laughs) I hope I don't suddenly get taken by surprise and uh, sneeze on on record. (laughs) Make sure I turn the microphone off, if that has to happen. Anyway, sorry, too much information there. Um, It's nice and calm. You hear Rooney coming? Yeah. Well, Rooney's actually in good mood because he likes spending time with us and he spent the whole day with us yesterday. Yeah. Went for a walk. Then we went... uh, Well, actually, oh, God, we had the best lunch. I am going to sneeze. (laughs) Bear with me. for one second. Right. Panic over. Oh, There's some nice bird song in the trees now. Did I tell you it's uh, 8.23? I'm not sure if I told you what time it was. 8.23 in the morning. So we're out a little bit earlier than usual. Oh, yes. Um, yes, yeah, so I really was with us the whole day because uh, after we took him on a walk, we um, well, we were going to go on this um, hike, as I said. But I was just waiting for Christina to get ready. And uh, suddenly I, I smelt um, delicious food cooking. I said, well, what's going on? She said, oh, no, I'm going to make some kimmer. I said, oh, OK. Uh, how come? She said, no, I wanted to make it because... Um, that means meat needs to be cooked. I said, okay. <laughs> so I thought, well, while she's cooking that, she had bought some uh, curtains, drapes for the uh, downstairs living room. <laughs> this is very domestic, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, the details are not important, but um, <clears throat> these curtains had she bought were too short. So, you know, she said, oh, God, I'm gonna have to take them back to the shop. I said, no, no no, um, we could just lower the rail. <laughs> there is always another way to tackle a problem. So she said, can you? I said, yeah, yeah, I could just lower the rail another six inches. So OK. So I thought, well, whilst she's cooking the, uh, the food, I'll lower the rails. So that's what we did. Of course, that took about an hour and a half. <laughs> and then our, our sort of motivation to go um, hiking was rather replaced by motivation to eat and actually whilst uh, she was cooking the kima I said well you may as well just cook a whole Indian meal I mean and we'll have that for our lunch so she cooked kima, dal, rice and uh, a delicious chicken dish which I think is better than tandoori chicken um it's done with lemons, onion and garlic oh god it's good and uh so she cooked that too. So then, of course, you know, having been surrounded by these cooking smells for an hour and a half, my appetite was, was good. And I said, "Oh, should we just not go hiking? Let's just eat." She said, "Yeah, let's." That's what we did. So we had a really good lunch. Maya called us during lunch. Lovely chat. And then I said, "Oh, you know, the Six Nations rugby's on down at the bar." She'll go and watch a bit of that? And Christina said yes. All right. So, uh, we and, and then we took Rooney with us. Ah, oh, there's another bird. Now, I need, to, I need to identify that one. If you keep singing, little birdie, I will go to the app. See if I can find out. Who, I think it might be just another chaffinch. We'll check. Well, I did just record a little burst of birdsong there and um, I, I submitted analyzed but uh, it didn't come back so we'll see oh did you hear that that was woodpecker no doubt about that not calling but uh, hammering on a tree not sure, if I've heard one of those before in, it, around here, I mean, obviously, I've heard one before, but that's uh, a good sound. I used to hear loads of those in the States. You know, this is so different. I am completely surrounded by birdsong. Oh, it's just come back uh, Eurasian black cap. Really, the Eurasian black cap. Let's have a look at this. I don't know about the Eurasian black cap. Um, it's just giving me a little bit of detail on this. The Eurasian black cap, usually simply known as the black cap, is a common and widespread typical warbler. It has mainly olive gray underparts and pale gray underparts. And the differences between the five species are small, subspecies are small. Both sexes have a neat colored cap, to the head, black in the male and reddish in the brown in the female. The male's typical song is a rich musical warbling, often ending in a loud high pitched crescendo. But a simpler song is given in some isolated areas, such as the valleys of the Alps. The black black cap's closest relative is the garden warbler. There's a picture of it. Cute little thing. Yes, has a black cap. Of course, I didn't see him, but I heard him all right. Well, yeah, we're getting it live, Runes. Another thing I am happy to relate is that the the big building site on the other side of the valley is advancing and it did have two cranes and they have removed one of the cranes progress in my mind, not to have too many cranes around. In fact, when I look at this aspect or this view, I can only see one crane. Now that's good. (laughs) If we could have, you know, some uninterrupted views, that would be great. Well, the rain seems to have held off and, and now it's brightening up still a lot of cloud when I look up higher into the mountains, but I'm just coming around the corner of this walk where you get to see the coastline and I can see just there are some pine trees just blocking it for the time being, but I can see an orange uh, glow on the horizon. Yeah, so it looks like it's a lot nicer down there. So is going to be a nicer day and we are going to be playing paddle tennis it looks like <sighs> yeah very nice day well i don't mind it like this as there is cloud around and it's a little bit gray when i look um which way is that it's north east, west isn't it yeah when i look west up into the mountains But yeah, there's a a, a sort of a biblical look to the sunlight as it blasts through the clouds down onto the sea. Yeah, definitely William (laughs) Blake-esque. Oh, lovely. and so quiet this morning. This is the time to be outrunned. Yeah, his tail is up. He's sniffing everything. I'm going to have a look over the side here to see if I can spot any uh, hogs grunting. Oh, it looks like they've done some landscaping down there. It all looks like it's quite almost mown. That can't be the pigs, can it? I think, I think the owners of the house probably own all that land underneath even though you can't really use it and it looks like they've had some landscapers going and sort of tidied up a bit but just beyond that it's it's wild scrub and that is where the uh the wild pigs live can't see any they've probably sort of turned in now they come out at night i find them quite uh, intriguing but i don't see one and I hope you're picking up a lot of this bird song around me. We've managed to identify the black cap. I did not know about that bird. The Eurasian black cap. Now, I'm going to go up towards this unfinished part of the road where you do often get some quite uh, good bird song. Let's see what we can get. It's really sort of backs on another uh, big house's garden. What will it land? Let's say that. I mean, well, it is their garden, but uh, it's so steep. Some of this land that uh, you can't really do much with it. But there are trees. So the birds hang around in the trees. And uh, if we're lucky, Runes, they sing to us. going quite quiet so as if one does start you can hear it at the moment no it's just Rooney's dog tags jangling ah I think we're gonna get some so we come around this corner let's see there is one do you, do you hear that? That sort of. We'll try, we'll try that one. Did you hear that sort of. An interesting one. Not sure what it was, but. Uh, oh, that was a blackbird. <laughs> oh, well. Blackbirds have got. A number of different songs. They usually have a beautiful, you know, call the blackbird or, or song. That was probably just a call. Yeah, I think it's just calling. Oh, the gone charging off. Oh, what runes. Okay, so blackbird, but a call rather than a song. Oh yeah, he's calling all right. Sort of high-pitched chirp, and that's the blackbird. Yeah. So I'm looking up into the grounds of uh, the property of a very, very large house. I mean, huge. And uh, they build these houses. Oh, they build these houses. Oh, it's guessing the black cap again. Okay. Hello. Okay, that's a. That might be the uh, chaffinch. Let's just see, I can actually see him, but he's really just a silhouette. Or is that a pine cone? <laughs> You hear that it's great yes it's a chaffinch that's a good, good guess of mind. yeah the common chaffinch lovely Can come on, give us a bit more the common chaffinch or simply the chaffinch is a common and widespread small passerine bird in the finch family the male is brightly colored with blue gray cap and rust red underparts the female is more subdued in coloring But both sexes have two contrasting white wing bars and white sides to the tail. The male bird has a strong voice and sings from exposed perches to attract a mate. And that is what he is doing right now. Great. Well, what do you think about that, Runes? Now, which way should we walk? Should we walk through the village or should we walk back through the way we just came? I think he wants to go through the village. All right, ruins. That's what we'll do. Yeah. So, um, uh, I was just just walking you through the various different activities the weekend so far, and it's Sunday today. So, yeah, we've got this uh, paddle tennis game planned for 10:30. I'm looking forward to. We played last weekend with uh, a couple we've recently met called Gavin and uh, Catherine, and uh, we rather took to it. And Christina said, you know, I'd like to play more of this, but uh, don't know who to play with because Gavin and Catherine are going back to, well, actually they're going to Portugal. And uh, so we were in the, Oh, did you hear that one? Let me just see if I can identify that one too. Again, that might be a chaffinch, but not sure. I'm gonna quickly send that recording to the laboratory in uh, Germany somewhere. Amazing how technology works. And it takes a few seconds and it sends back an answer. Come on, it's saying submitting. Oh, so sorry, we're having technical problems. Please try again. Hmm. I think that's because probably the signal's a bit weak here. If I walk further up, the signal gets stronger at the end of this road. All right, well, whilst we're waiting for that uh, analysis to come back from Germany, Yes, I'll just finish telling you about the paddle tennis. So we played with Gavin and uh, Catherine. Very nice, actually. And um, so Christina said, well, we were in the bar and Christina said, I'd like to play more people. But do you know who plays? Oh, that was the Eurasian black cap again. Mm. Well, okay, we're getting to know the, the black cap quite well. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Ali, who's the other half of Paul, uh, two of them run the, the bar, the Heredian. Um, she said, well, why don't you start a WhatsApp group? Because She said, that's a good idea. So she did. And that's what she's been doing this week. She's been just getting more and more people onto this WhatsApp group. And I think she's got about 20 uh, odd um, members now, which are great. So we've got plenty of people to play with. So she said, does anybody want to play on Sunday? A few people responded yes, so she said uh, to me, John, see if you can book a court, so I booked a court, 10.30, and uh, you can have four players per per court, so we've got uh, us two plus two other people, Laura and Jan. So uh, that'll be fun, and then maybe that'll sort of develop into a, a, quite a regular thing, I hope so. Because Christina's still, you know, slightly hankering after a better social life. I mean, God, by the sounds of it, you'd say, what do you mean better social life? Sounds like you do nothing but socialise. Well, that's true, actually. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think she wants uh, to see a broad range of people and uh, do more things, you know, sport and stuff like that. I mean we, we've got this this week we've got quite quite a heavy social schedule coming up we've got a dinner party on wednesday night we've been invited to a dinner party on thursday night it's a bit like that here um shirley and nick shirley she said nice she she said uh actually at um tudor's birthday party we were chatting away and uh, she said now i want to have a dinner party uh for you two um uh, next week she said can you come on Sunday and we said no we can't because we're going to England on Saturday so she said okay uh, well any day well what day can you come what about Wednesday <laughs> and Wednesday we'd invited Tudor and Bev and somebody else forgotten um, but we hadn't invited Nick and Shirley not because we didn't want Nick and Shirley just because you know numbers and uh, so it was an awkward moment <laughs> He said, no, can't come on Wednesday. Uh, We're actually having a dinner party. And then uh, Christine said, why don't you come to us on Wednesday? She said, no, 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 it's my turn to to, to, host you. So, anyway, we will plumbed for Thursday. Uh, So we've got two dinner parties in a row, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, and then off to uh, England on Saturday. Which begs the question, doesn't it, Rooney? What are we going to do about you? Well, here's the answer, Roons. Michael and Marion, who we had to lunch last Sunday. You may have heard about that in my one of my podcasts. Well, Michael and Marion, over the course of lunch, they said, you know, well, what are you up to? And we said, well, we're going to England. And they immediately said, "Well, who's going to look after Rooney?" (laughs) And um, we said, "Well, Kay has agreed to take him. We're going to take him over to Kay's house." "Oh no, don't do that!" They said, "Bring him to us. We'll look after him." (laughs) So that that is the plan. I said, "Are you sure for a whole week?" They said, "Yes, no problem." God, they're so kind. And Michael's getting on, I think he's 86 or 87, so uh, during the week, Marion said to me, would you would you take Michael out w- with you when you walk Rooney, you know, it'd be good for him and uh, he'll get to know how to walk Rooney, where to walk Rooney, I said, of course. So I did that, I forget which day it was, Tuesday, or Wednesday, whenever it was, and uh, he's fit. He's very fit. Yeah, he didn't seem to have any problems getting round, So I think we'll be all right there. I think you'll be all right there, Ruins. Oh, now, there's a newish Doberman. And all these houses are big, but there's a newish Doberman, I think. I'm gonna have to pause because we don't want to be recording his. (laughs) Okay, all right, we'll pause. (laughs) Right. Well, we have been escorted. To the bottom of that property by the Doberman, very aggressively. But I'm happy to say that uh, he's left us alone now, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to have to force you to listen to a very loud do- dog barking. Hey, Runes, better put you back in your leash here, Rooney? Wait, good boy. I tell you, this dog he understands everything. Good boy, he just stands there. Wait for me to put Clipper's leash back on. So, yes, you're going to spend the week with Michael and Marion. He likes them. Um, sometimes he sneaks off and goes into their house because they live just opposite us. <laughs> In fact, there was one occasion, I think I may have a podcast on it, but uh, there was one occasion when, before I knew that that's where he was going. He'd disappeared. I couldn't find him. And I was going bananas. Uh, so I you know, actually went out in the car, I drove all the way around the, the village, around, around the big walk. I uh, went home to the main road, where drove up and down, my heart was in my mouth. I was thinking, oh my God, as he got run over. <laughs> and then I came back. No, he'd just been over at Michael and Marion's house, being spoilt and given treats. <laughs> Cheeky boy. I should have known. But they adore him. And uh, they used to have, apparently, they used to have a black lab and uh, Michael, um, you know, he said, when he, when he first came over, I think their dog was called Lady, he said, I thought it was Lady. He said he looks just like her and uh, he just wandered in and behaved just like she did. You know, I was petting him and he was just letting me and I said to Marion, it's like ladies come back and obviously they were very fond of that dog, so uh, yeah, they think it's filled a little bit of a void in their life, (coughs) it it being you, Rose, you're not an it are you? (coughs) You're a he. (laughs) So uh, that kind of has worked out amazingly well, because it was a bit limiting, but they're going back to Ireland in March so... Yeah, it's not going to work when they're away, though, is it, Rooms? Because Mama and I have got plans to go up to Pamplona and do a little bit of a walk, so I do come with us. That's not going to happen. Or we find somebody else to look after you. Or we don't (laughs) go. Yeah, he said, yeah, that's the best choice. Did you hear that blackbird (laughs) then? Okay. Well... We are walking back through the village now, and I'm going to probably go into the close. What do you think, Rue? Yeah, we'll go into the close now because we're, we're getting close to home. It's singing very, very loud and beautifully right next to us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's <clears throat> They've got that sort of lovely song, and they've got that kind of. Um, oh there's a pigeon okay into the clothes we go I think part of my um, closing uh, section there didn't get recorded, so <laughs> never mind, um, not too much more to say except uh, thank you for being with us and listening and coming on, on this walk with us, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll, we'll speak again very soon.